Lost time on Dice Funk, Gov. I do believe that the stars have power, but I also believe that we have power ourselves. Voya has said in the past that she believes that we each are stars unto ourselves, and that means that our connections within Grendel forms its own constellation. Liches uh, need something called a phylactery, which is a container uh, which has souls in it. And as long as the container exists, they can just keep regenerating there. Uh, they do need to occasionally feed souls to it. Uh, and so the only yeah. the only way to get rid of Voya permanently is to destroy that stone. You really owe our an apology for trying to uh, assume he was a killer. Cat's intention is to uh, to take over the Wind and Dine Flare, uh, possibly with Slime. I think that's Slime's intention too, so the... The slimed and dined flare was the was the plan, <laughs> and so I I wanted to take a level in Bard with the flavor that Cat has spent a bit of time looking around the wind and dined flare and trying to understand stuff and maybe looking at recipes and she's yeah she's just trying to understand um, some of Neilith's cooking. Ooze out into the open hole from the well huge the, from when we went through its head. Relatable and. <laughs> and the body starts twitching and convulsing and just like really just very upsetting and huge and, mm-hmm. and scared, but they can't leave because they're glued to a tree. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Uh-huh. Hello, am I huge? Do you see how big I am? Uh, the, the Metatron fan? It's a, the angel feather fan? The fan that you stole from the people of my wife? No, I did. I traded for it. Why do you want the fan back? It's mine? Does private property not mean anything anymore? It doesn't mean anything to me. I've been thinking that the stone, the Voya stone, is not going to be very accessible with all of those frost giants, but if there was a sheep uprising, maybe that could cause a distraction. What do you think? I mean, that's admirable and all, but also don't we have like a non- Interference thing? Like, I, f- I feel like if we were involved with a sheep uprising, the frost giants would kick our houses down the mountain. Well, but see, this is what's. What, this is what could work about my plan, is what I'm saying, is that we wouldn't. So maybe we would be interfering, but um, maybe they don't know that we are interfering and we are just instead um, promoting rebel sentiments among the population who are already there. Oh, a slime brought me this. It said I needed to uh, clean it and get the lanolin out and make a little thing. And she hands you your third dose of uh, flammable flammables. We have two alcohol and a lanolin. Ah. So I'm about to use the spell Find Familiar, in case everyone's wondering. I am wondering. Yeah, you gain the service of a familiar, a spirit that takes an animal form of your choice, and I'm changing it just a little bit. It can be like anything. I'm choosing a dog because I feel like that's Mm -hmm. solid. You could be vetted if you agree not to ever force anyone to do things without their consent. And... That violence is not the solution to any problem within the community. 
And then you see uh, the slime on the skeleton kind of rumble and stretch and like tremors all through him. And a big chunk of mold like pulls off and like squ like squishes out of him. You know, the way you extrude often, you you know, you vomit yourself out. Uh, but basically a big chunk of mold rebels and uh, plops off of the, the skeleton of the frost giant um, huh. and kind of with with William's skull still inside, I think. Ah. And so you see that there's this William skull blue slime mold that uh, kind of crawls off the body and onto uh, Blue Dolph the reindeer, yes. the giant reindeer we uh, established that's covered in the blue mold. Um, and it kind of like adheres to the reindeer. And mold says, there was not a clear consensus whether or not to accept the no violence proviso. So we have compromised. And Mold reaches out for the dog as uh, William Skull, who is now a separate character, because that's how slime works, uh, and, and the reindeer trot off into the forest. I was following the pack, all swallowed in their coats, with scars of red tied round their throats. They keep their little heads from falling in the snow, and I turn round and there you go. Yeah, but that's why it was so key that they established their love, like the beginning of the relationship in the Han Solo movie. So we know mm -hmm. that's the reason why Han and Leia got divorced, because he couldn't give up his true love. Like he got, he married Leia for political gain, mm. obviously. and But who he really loved was Chewie. This is a classic Diana slash what's-her-face who also fucked Prince... <laughs> Whatever his name was. Love isn't a scarcity, and and many scarcities are simply manufactured for profit by capitalist shitlords. So, what I would say here is we're, we're clearly looking at a polyamorous relationship. Oh, I don't get the impression that General Leia would have been up for polyamory. I feel Han like but... loves them both in different ways, but Leia, she's she's monogamous, and that's okay. That's fine. It's nothing wrong with that. Look, I feel like there's a certain degree of if you're a public figure in the public eye, it makes it more difficult for you to avoid monogamy, and, you know, that it just, it was all just getting a bit complicated. There's a certain level of, like, what are the newspapers, what are the holocrons saying, they're going to be saying, General Organa's husband's wookie radical boyfriend is the one really setting the agenda here. If, if General Organa can't pick between two lovers, how will she pick between two battle plans? Ah, uh, true. Are you going to play the Star Wars RPG on Rolling with Rainbows? That's season two. That's literally season two. We're going to play... Yeah, 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 yeah. My character... My character is literally um, Greedo with huge tits. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't have the fucking episode title in the banter intro, but Greedo with giant tits is up there. But if somebody says it during the rest of the episode, then we can. Austin, Austin, uh, can I change my character for next season of Dice Fuck to be Neelith is back but has huge tits? <laughs> I thought everybody was going to say. I like these anime rules. Everyone's going to change their season nine character to Greedo with giant tits. <laughs> just four Greedos. I'm already look, I'm already playing Greedo with huge tits somewhere else. I will be the only unique character in the cast in season nine. Everyone else will be Greedo with huge tits, and I'll have this one mi weirdly misplaced Greedo with huge tits in my other podcast. 
They're in the wrong campaign. Oh, no. They should have been swapped over. Uh, <laughs> they were swapped at birth. <laughs> they were stolen at birth from the others. They're the family. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, 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 the Tragic oh, backstory of Zala Jakal. Tragic backstory. They're quintuplets. Mm. One of them is the, is the antagonist, and one of them is in a different campaign. Nice. Fantastic. We need to do Dice Funk, because it's not... Everything's weird today. I could talk about Greedo's huge tits all day. Do you think Luke and Leia still like made out sometimes? <laughs> okay, we're gonna ignore that question and move on. Um, I had this idea of the infiltration of the Frost Giant Village, like in place from the beginning. Like, like the two plot points I had in mind starting was like secret lich hiding there a phylactery in a in an inaccessible place in this this village of frost giants who are really badass and uh then suddenly Sophie did a big brain and now we're doing a sheep uprising so I, there goes my like metal gear solid sneaking mission mm. where all the guards can party wipe you listen snake here is the mission <laughs> first you're <laughs> uh, uh, governor what it's a, this is a sneaking mission <laughs> <laughs> The president needs you to... <laughs> I'm not a bad enough dude to save the president. Uh, I actually haven't played any Metal Gear. I need to. <laughs> so, yeah, let's. I, we can start in a number of ways here. It could. Uh, my intuition is to do it in character with you all walking away from the village and then, you know, Philippa explaining to everyone else what's going on. Or we can get right into roles, but uh, we are where we are. I, I do want to roll something to start because it is a new arc, so I have to determine whether it is benefic or malefic for Aze this arc. And it is back to Benefic, baby. <laughs> Look, sometimes, sometimes the dice gotta tell the story. I rolled a two. It's the lowest Benefic possible, but it's not Malefic. Nice. Voya was right. The stars clearly have all the power. <laughs> the only time was Malefic is that one arc, and I never mm -hmm. even used it once. Jeez. Uh, can we do any kind of role to know more about how phylacteries work at all, or is there anyone in town we can ask about this that would know? Ar Arcana. Yeah, that makes sense. I can I can do one of those. Twenty. Ozzy rolled an eighteen. Twenty-two. Sixteen. Wow, great rolls. Uh, so uh, here's the important things to know about phylacteries for our campaign. Uh, because obviously the specifics have changed from edition to to edition of Dungeons and Dragons, so it's hard to say what's the like canon or official way this works. But here's how it works for us: is that uh, when people become liches, they do die. Voya died, and saying she came back is inaccurate. Uh, she doesn't have a soul anymore, which is why she kept saying things like, you know, I can't feel what you're saying like i can't feel sad about henry dying i know it's sad uh because her soul didn't come back just her you know electricity and biology uh so she doesn't have any feelings in those ways uh her soul uh is gone uh but she's being uh powered by the phylactery by the akashic stone uh and that needs as a energy source uh souls to be fed to it uh so here's where this gets uh, dark is that uh, Neelith, Vary, and Ruth's souls have been fed to the phylactery. And so you're here, you're going to the Frost Giant Village to get Voya to fortify the Veil, but I think there's a good argument that 
you need to free Neelith and Vary and Ruth's souls by destroying the Akashic Stone. Uh, but of course, there's an argument that you shouldn't do that because that will enrage Voya, whose help you need. So there's a trade-off there. And that's further complicated by the fact that Nobi absolutely wants to destroy the stone because he needs to kill Voya finally so that Voya no longer uh, is a threat to his power and his uh, having a quarry, which he will lose if she goes through with her plan. So it's like you've brought a spy into this already difficult choice. It's like you need her help, but maybe she's a danger to the village and you should destroy the stone. Uh, but maybe not because maybe, uh, you know, she's right about the, the her being what's best for the village. Uh, and maybe you're, but maybe you'll set her free when you destroy the stone. Maybe this life she's living isn't worth living. Uh, as Kat said, uh, in that, that, big debate they had about you know her her existence uh but maybe you have to free your friends from the 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 torture or the pain you know the existential or otherwise of being trapped in the stone uh so that there's all this stuff wrapped up in this very difficult decision so you're using the sheep uh as a, a distraction to get you in there but then there's going to be this secondary layer of like what do we do about the stone okay how are phylacteries any more resistant to being destroyed than the object themselves? Like, is there any, like, additional phylactery defense, or just, it's the object? If you can destroy the object, you destroyed the object. Yeah, well, this is another thing that can, can range depending on what your DM says. I'll say for our purposes, uh, it, there isn't any specific thing beyond the fact that the Akashic, Akashic Stone is... Uh, extremely well defended uh, by an entire village of very powerful foes and also just touching it kills you so like mm -hmm. it, it's it, it Enri specifically chose it for what a pain in the ass to, it is to deal with but also it is at the end of the day a big rock so right yep 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 so yeah it has a lot of natural defenses about it that make it uh, more difficult to break than maybe another type of object uh, serving the same purpose. So that's a, another thing we'll have to reckon with while we're, you know, standing on the bridge, as it were. Um, Nobi, what do you think? Will you be trying to drive off the giants or draw them away more? What is your military tactic? I defer to you. My thought from the outside is I feel like Nobi's tactic would probably be something very aggressive and overly confident. Okay, there's a lot going on here. I think we might be overthinking it. Do we want to roll uh, animal handling to get the sheep on our side? Do we want to cast spells? Uh, I think we is, it is time to do some D&D. Uh, I'm rolling animal handling. Bam, 15. Sure. I can do that. <laughs> uh, Seven. Nine. Aze. <laughs> Aze rolls a ten. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Seven, nine, ten, fifteen. Uh, oh. Uh, so, 
the party fails, so you do not uh, – first of all, you, like, go, uh, you know, walking out of Grendel up the mountain a bit trying to find some sheep. There are sheep all over the mountain, uh, and you come across a herd, and you all try to, like, calmly approach them, and they just start running away because they're sheep. And, like, what are you doing? Leave me alone. <laughs> Philip, um, Philip then, first is approaching them like, hey, it's me. I taught you about lesbians. Do you remember? And then behind her, all the part- or the rest of the party are just running <laughs> at them, and one of them is a giant centipede <laughs> monster, so it terrifies them all. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally going to say, if you if you succeeded on this check, some of them would be like, oh, it's, hey, it's you from the, the fun lesbian facts. <laughs> but the party f- the party fails, so I assume this is like mostly not the same sheep. And so they just instinctively mm-hmm. run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that, so the interesting consequence here of this failure is that the sheep are on the defensive as far as joining in on your plan. Philippa can already speak with animals because of her druid path and she additionally has animal friendship which can convince the sheep that she means them no harm and if i cast it at a higher level i could convince them i could convince several sheep who could help me to spread the word do that that sounds good cool i'm gonna I'm going to do that. I've done that. I've cast it at third level, so I convince three sheep <laughs> that I mean them no harm. Yeah. Okay, so the, you fail just trying to do a check, which means you have to burn a resource. That's kind of the way this game works, is you try to get away with using as few resources as you can, and then you start burning through them. So uh, you convince a couple sheep that you mean them no harm, and they're, they're willing to listen to you, and you start you tell them about uh, you know how to approach a lady sheep and show that you are interested. <laughs> yes, that's right. I go, hey, you. No, no, you. No. Oh, my God. Any, any yous who are here, listen. I hate you. If you like other yous, I have important information for everyone. Yeah, you son of a bitch. I, 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 I'm murder. I, 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 I just like saw. I just like see like a little Philippa popping up in the corner, just like in in the corner of the episodes, just issuing like lesbian sheep facts in every episode. <laughs> it's just just your little extra slice of facts for the day. Uh, so you get a couple of sheep on board. So I don't know. Last episode when we left off, if you were picturing a tidal wave of sheep sweeping the frost giants off the mountain. This is more like a, a crack team of, you know. Elite sheep. <laughs> Specialized yeah. sheep. One's a demolitions expert. The other's a hacker. <laughs> One's really good at gymnastics. I'm gonna burn another spell slot to get way more sheep on board. <laughs> Do you think... Do you think there's some sort of like you know I could rally them with my giant or should I just lay down? No, be stand stand here. Put one of your floor hoofs onto slime like you have conquered her. And I cast sixth level animal friendship. This won't come back to bite me using my sixth level. And I say to all the sheep that I can. Holy possibly, shit! Nobi has returned. Look, the mighty warrior. <laughs> Nobi the Brutal is back! 
He earned my respect through lots of confidence and riding on my head. It happened. <laughs> We're going into the final arc. The Dreaming Dark is coming for you. There's a fucking level 18 lich. There's a, a fucking frost giant skeleton being piloted by a mold colony. Uh, and you, you were using all your spell slots on sheep. Oh. The sheep deserve an uprising. Uh-huh. Austin, a really big spell slot got burned on this. You have to make this go perfect, otherwise you're cheating. Also, Mari, don't believe <laughs> don't believe Philippa's Grendel imperialist propaganda. The sheep <laughs> the sheep may deserve an uprising, but she's co-opting their cause. Ah. Mm-hmm. Still, that's how uprisings go. You just have to accept the good with the bad. <laughs> you think France helped the United States out of goodwill? Oh, no, great job. No. Just to say <laughs> fuck you to England. <laughs> All right, with that inspiring speech, uh, I, Nobi uh, jump gets in in there with you, Philippa, as you're casting Animal Friendship and is trying to help rally because you introduce Nobi as Nobi the Brutal. And Nobi is saying, like, now is the time to take our fight to the Frost Giants and teach them they can't just eat us. Um, just be, being very cool and badass. Um, and th- you get more on your t- on your side. Like, a, I don't know, what do you think's fair for a third level and a sixth level animal friendship? I know by the rules there's a number, but I think uh, when some join, they can, you know, they can convince others. Peer pressure, you know, like a catamari of sheep. Oh my a catamari uh, of sheep. I, I think I think I, I think you just take whatever catamari spell of level. Sheep. Sw- you take whatever spell level is being used and then just take the factorial of that. So, you know, if for third level you get like six and for sixth level you get like a 720, you know, just a nice simple number. I think, I think, I think nine combined levels worth of spell, I think, deserves all of the possible sheep. What do you call, I mean, it's called sheeple for a reason. It's like, oh, you're following the crowd. So obviously once you get a few sheep going... Okay, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll back up for my initial offer, Austin. Let's do six cubed, so two hundred sixteen. I think that's a pretty fair number. You're just having fun math over there. You're just yes. thinking about numbers. You're and damn smiling. right, I am. Yes. Okay, well, a lower number that Austin might accept, but still fun with numbers, is three to the power four. Now, how I arrived at that is, we've got six squared. That would be every all those six sheep I spelled with my sixth level slot told another six sheep, and they all joined in. Mm-hmm. Are we pyramid scheming how many sheep mm. are in this? <laughs> in the three one, the, the first one, they all told three sheep, and they all told three sheep. And that's how we wound up with with 81 sheep. Is that, a, I think, I think. Why can't we go with what I said and just have it be a sheep katamari? Just like. I really like the sheep katamari. Could we bewitch these sheep to turn them into a, into a sheep katamari? Yes. And then we're going to throw them in the sky. Stick them all together with slime. <gasps> we have slime. Yeah. I can mend them all together. So many sheep are going to fucking die today. Oh, no. Yes, that is the plan. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I know that, but... Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> oh. What do you want to roll to assist? Any spells you want to cast to help your sheep Katamari? Yeah, I was like, imbue constellation on what? The mass. I'm just going to point to the mass of... It counts as one creature when they assemble into the Katamari. I, just, I uh, think Katamari is one creature. <laughs> <laughs> what challenge rating do you think is the king of all cosmos? 
God. Pretty high. I'd say. Un- that that's undefined. Uh, unfortunately, this is a man who casually destroyed the universe when he had a bad nap. He's just out there juggling tarasks. Yeah how how do you like how do you do tarask multiplied by tarask? Mm. Yeah, let's talk about factorials more. Fucking hell, someone roll or I'm going to eat my own face. (laughs) So I would like to point out there's the possibility of it just being a huge sheep flesh mass. What do we we think? (laughs) That's very on Kiefer Slime's body horror of this season. No, the sheep would be, that's too many suffering for sheep. It's the ending to inside, good God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that I was going to say fucking slime's the color out of space. I didn't want to say that, but that that was a wild movie. Um, you can fabricate wooden bridges from a clump of trees, a rope from a patch of hemp, and clothes from a flax or wool. But I don't. Creatures know. can't be transmuted by the spell. It says it right there in fabricate. Creatures can't be transmuted by the spell. Okay, well it depends okay. on if you validate sheep life. Do you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna roll for the sheep, and it's not gonna go well. And I gave you a no, chance. Austin. 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 I gave you all the clues. Austin, I use mage hand to. Uh, I cast web on the sheep. Web is good. I use mage. I use mage hand to roll the big sheep katamari. Yeah, and I cast web on the sheep, and then so that like webs them together. Okay, so with if you burn spell slots for web, and I guess mage hands a cantrip, so where it's only one, uh, I will give you both proficiency for that and then advantage uh, for no- bringing Nobi along to lead. So that's what I'm going to roll. Mm-hmm. That's what I have right now. It's a d20 plus a with advantage. Can we live with this? Yes. Yes, that's a pretty sure. good. That's pretty well, good. I can live with that. That sounds pretty pretty all right. 23. Katamari. Yeah! Katamari! Katamari! Yeah! Thank you, Austin. You're the best. <laughs> Katamari Dabasi. <laughs> the season's I over. I did really it. That hate. was the joke. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> Katamari Dabasi. <laughs> For anyone concerned, all of the sheep are safely spaced. So none of them are squished or uncomfortable. Imagine this from the frost giant's perspective, right? Like a frost <laughs> giant is sitting in the guard tower, looking out over the horizon. He has a sandwich in one hand. He has like a pike in the other. He's like, yes, this is, what a, what a ca- what calm day. I can't wait to go home to the my wife and the children and read a bedtime story. What's that? Na, 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 and it's just, oh no. Uh, so you wonder how I got in this situation. Well, it's a long story. And then just. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and so this is the sheep kind of. Without, this is unadaptable now. In my heart, I've always said this is going to be an HBO show, but there's, you can't make this look good in live action. Yes, you can. <laughs> Yes, you can. I've seen Chinese cinema. You, you gotta embrace it. It'll look shit, and just embrace it, okay? Just, just embrace it. I guess it could work as a Bollywood kind of deal. Austin, it's fine because by the time we've reached season eight of the live-action adaptation, 
you know, HBO will have enough faith in our ability to tell a story that they'll put that real, like, big bucks money behind CGI animating this. In this, in the HBO adaptation, the sheep just run as a herd, and there's a gory battle, and practically everyone dies. But in the Netflix adaptation, instead of a dam, instead of a katamari, uh, they form a sheep evangelion, oh. which nobody I, pilots. Based off of my knowledge of the uh, the dark, his dark materials HBO adaptation, where the epic witch battle filled with hundreds of witches were supposed to be, there was one witch. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. I was just upset. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but it's too late now. We've committed to Katamari. Uh, the, the ball hits the front gates of the Frost Giant Village and breaks them open. And the Katamari goes rolling in as the guards, uh, you know, shout, uh, probably blow a horn or something. Uh, everyone starts scrambling by this very unexpected incursion. Uh, and I guess you all want to roll stealth to sneak in behind? Yes. Yes, because I... I'm stealthy. Twelve. I am not stealthy. Thirteen. Ozzy rolls a ten with disadvantage, even. Uh, okay, so two things here. One, the party fails. Two, you are in a 30-foot remor raise. So I feel like this is <laughs> kind of always the situation. You know how you get disadvantage on stealth for wearing heavy armor? I feel like you also get disadvantage on stealth for being in a 30-foot foot centipede. Um, I am naked. <laughs> so actually, your logic is extremely flawed. <laughs> I, I think I think the point is that like if like a kaiju like you know Godzilla Godzilla or otherwise you know they're they're naked. No, according to the rules of Dungeons and Dragons and other RPGs, if I'm wearing no clothes, I'm very stealthy. <sighs> I know this because I got naked and stared at a woman in oblivion for an hour, moving back and forth as she slept. Um, <laughs> you, you probably didn't have to say that into a microphone. Um, <laughs> I did. Okay, so you 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 get it in, but uh, someone spots uh, slime. Obviously, uh, where do you go? Because you don't know the village like at all. Uh, also, now that you've been spotted, uh, this political situation is going to get much trickier because the frost giants have a pretty strict "do not come here" rule that you've just broken. What am I doing? I this whole time I'm like we're doing a fucking we're doing a stealth check on the crucial time. It's time for a pass without trace. What am I doing? What am I doing, everyone? Everybody, what am I doing? Oh my gosh! Oh, doesn't that mean that I also the giant Remoray am cloaked? Yes. Yes. We're all Stealthily. cloaked now. Austin, we we passed without trace before we did that roll. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They saw us and now we're gone. And so they have to live with the anxiety of knowing we're around, but they don't know where we are. Oh, geez. This is bad. Um, yeah. Okay. So the, the Frost Giants have a zero tolerance policy for being disturbed at the best of times. But now you've done a military action with the Sheep Katamari. So this, uh, okay. They only catch a glimpse of the Remorays. They don't know that that means Grendel's involved, and then the pass without a trace works. So you're safe for the moment. But I, I've said this before, and I want to emphasize now: if they find you, they'll kill you, and they'll know you're from Grendel, so they'll kill everyone in Grendel too. From here on out, you, if you get spotted, you have to kill the witnesses, or you lose the campaign. 
With that said, you find yourself in the Frost Giant Village under a veil of shadows and darkness. Uh, And it is a village very much like the one you came from. Very peaceful. A lot of distance between all the much larger huts. Uh, what what do you do to find your way to the Akashic Stone? Yeah, I I well I I was gonna have Aze cast um, uh, locate object slash object triangulation. That seems uh, to, perfect. To to try to to try to figure out where the Akashic Stone is is. Yep, perfect. That works exactly the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, with within a thousand feet, you just run across like you know the the town square in the opposite direction of the Katamari until you feel uh, the location of the Akashic Stone, which is a, a a long house that appears to be some kind of religious temple. It's simple as that. There it is. Mm-hmm. I like to think that in this variation of his star map, he has one of the orbs, but the various tarot cards he made are like just arbitrarily just floating around it. Uh, one, because it's just extra. Two, I'm just going full astrologian where they have magic floating cards around their spellcasting implement and just embracing it. But yeah, so Aze's just <laughs> pointing along where to go while we're trying to avoid detection as much as we can. Uh, so the party is veiled by shadows and silence as you sneak over to the temple. Uh, the, the ruckus caused by the Katamari is in the other direction now. And uh, no, you don't see any guards in your immediate area, but you walk up to the door to the temple and it is locked. What do you do? Mm. Laura, did you just make that Katamari Debussy? <laughs> I might have done. <laughs> um, Philippa can wild form, wild shape. Whichever one mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, yeah. Turn wild out. Well, she's just going to wild out and <laughs> turn into an ant, go under the door, and see if she can unlock it from the inside. Um, Before you do that, I do have the spell knock, in case you don't want to burn that. Uh, it doesn't knock make a very loud sound. It does, so therefore it's useless, and your idea is better. <laughs> um, I just well, didn't know if you wanted to burn that slot or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm gonna wild shape into an ant, go under the door, see if I can un- unlock it from the inside. Is it that kind of lock when I get inside? Can I open it? Uh, yeah, it is the kind of with the uh, the long board in a couple of. God, I should know these terms. You know, there's like a the thingy, it, the the metal hook no, thingies no. that you put the board on. Yeah. I literally have no idea how that could translate to any luck I've ever thought of or seen. I don't know. <laughs> like, I could, you couldn't be farther from anything I can think of. A board? <laughs> what? It's on a door. There's a bunch of, like, uh, like hooks, and you drop yeah. a board on them. I don't know what the fuck you're talking I'm going to... St- I'm getting a picture. Oh, like old timey, like you're in a siege. Yeah. Yes. What do you? What? <laughs> what do you think we're? What do you think we're you doing? Said lock. That's not a lock. That's yeah. a barricade. Yeah, but from the outside, you wouldn't know that. It's just locked yeah. to you. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> so I just like couldn't figure it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Laura has put exactly what I'm talking about in the chat. Thank you. Uh, here's the thing is that it's made for frost giants, which are 18 feet tall, and you're Philippa, who has hollow bones. Easy McPeasy, my dude. Time for a flame blade. I slice through that log. Bam. 
And you know what else I do? I go. Yeah, the 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 sound is what makes it work. Yes. Except none of us he- none of us hear the because of password trace. No, no, no! I have an official Star Wars licensed lightsaber that does make the zoom sound with several crystals with different sound options in case anyone wants to sample it. Can I get a strength saving throw to control your strike such that you don't start a fire? That does seem like a fair thing to ask for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two, I botched. <laughs> this is the Philippa hour all day. <laughs> oh, why did I just not burn one of my three spell slots? Oh. The funny thing about this is if Chris was still here, uh, they would have set this fire on purpose, so nothing would have changed. <laughs> Chris would have just been like, Yeah. Let's fuck around and find out. Boom! Philippa swears loudly in druidic. <laughs> Aze just blinks a few times. Oh shit, something must have gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, you cut through this this board that is barring the door, but it takes you you have to press the blade down into it and you're pushing and it's you know kindling a fire and as your blade passes through it like two flaming halves fall to the ground and start catching and uh the door opens and your party sees that you've started a fire in the temple. Does Aze speak druidic? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Oh. He is a druid. The, the, the swear she said meant Greedo with huge tits. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, the, stan- uh, uh, the standard druidic curse when things go wrong. You know it well. Uh, it's so- universal. It speaks to everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the... Is the Akashic Stone here and is uh, is is our lovely, wonderful, not dead friend here? Uh, so, first of all, the Akashic Stone is not in this room. Second of all, there is fire in this room. So, mm-hmm. I don't know what your uh, you know priorities are, but I want to put that out there. Um, you would need to roll something else. Actually, so you have locate object mm-hmm. uh, act, active. So I'll say that you, you definitely detect it underneath you. All right. So I got a question for you. Can we consider one of these logs, one of these halves of this beam, a small campfire? <laughs> <laughs> because of the spell that lets you to douse campfires? Is that what you're saying? Druidcraft says you can instantly light or snuff out a candle torch or small campfire. Alternatively, <laughs> alternatively, create to destroy water ex- explicitly says I can extinguish flames. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think this, this is what I was going to say is one cantrip might not be enough for two flaming logs starting a fire, but if one of you is doing create water and one of you is doing uh, the campfire snuffing, then yeah, that that is enough. Yeah. Uh, also, my uh, the uh, my term is astral impression because I didn't want to do Starcraft as the term. So, <laughs> uh, so yes. Ah. So like yeah, they're like Aze and Philippa break out the fire extinguishers and just get to work real quickly. <laughs> well, while they both curse about Greedo's tits uh, in Druidic, so no one else knows what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, right. Is there any um, obvious way down? Because if not, I've got a spell slot that can maybe get us down if we can't find a way soon. It sounds like you would like to roll investigation. Yeah. 
Let's investigate. Additionally, Philippa would like to say to Slime, Slime, I need you to mend this log so it looks like I never cut it, because if the if we have obviously burned through something, they will know that more than just the sheep were here. Okay, bleh. Uh, Basil got, got a 22 on investigation. As it rolled oh. a 12 on investigation to try to help. Does any, Can anybody in their head picture what, like, an 8th century... Like Scandinavian worship building would look like on the inside. I cannot. Okay. Of course, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. Yeah. My friend is a Swedish historian, and she took us around Uppsala and the ancient. It's, I can, but okay, it's fine. I've played Assassin's Creed, so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played the, the Assassin's Creed yet, but I have seen the history show Vikings, uh, so I feel like we're <laughs> all roughly on the Vikings. same level. <laughs> I've watched the Nova Science Now documentary about the famous uh, Viking sword Uthbert several times. So, All right, well, Mari's the expert. So, Mari, you describe what this building looks like on the inside. Uh, you walk in. It's covered in uh, graffiti of things called, like, you know, Thor was here. And it's true. That is a documented fact that they did that. Okay, I'm not. I'm citing real shit. And then everything else I'm about to make up. It's like pictures of dongs, like hot, hot dudes, all over it. Just like sexy, oiled up dudes. (laughs) I meant more architecturally than that, but fine. Oh, all the pillars. You know how like they'll make pillars out of hot dude, hot women. No, these are hot dudes. Whatever you think a hot dude looks like, because I'm not here to tell anyone what a sexy mm-hmm. man is. That's what the pillars are, and they all are aroused with whatever genitals they have. Mother, all of these pillars look like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do the frost giants have such a serious no contact rule because they don't want you to see their magic mic church? Well, this is very much like the Church of Mormonism because I know for a fact that's what their secret room is. It's just a room of statues of naked men. So that's actually where I'm getting the idea from. I cut out that long thing I where I talked about Mormonism in a previous episode because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But this time, uh, it's a plot critical that you said that, so it's getting left. I'm in. sure any Mormons listening are going to be like, "She knows." <laughs> Basil, Basil, please before we talk any more about this. What do I uh, find in the in the horny church? At the far end, away from the door, there is a kind of. Um, an altar, and uh, you can pu- uh, push it forward, and there is a hatch in the floor. There's also bowls of fire at the base of each of the pillars of the hot men, so like all of the their beautiful bodies are illuminated by light. Baz- Basil uses mage hand and starts pulling open the trap door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're somehow oily as well. All right. I was going to say it's locked as well, but I want to get out of this church as quickly as possible, so it's not. <laughs> what What do I see down oh. the trapdoor, Austin? There's stairs going down into the darkness, Basil. Slime's thousand feet are exploring the bodies of... Basil starts going down the down the steps, not wanting to stick around in place where big giants want, want everyone dead. Doesn't seem a wise place to stay. Yeah, I'm gonna roll Frost Giant Perception here just to get an idea of what their uh, their style is right now. That's a nine, so they're not doing great. That's just for me. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. 
That's right. Well, even if the, even if they had done great, we do have Pass with Trace right now, which surely helps. I okay. So since this is a frost giant building, I'm gonna assume my body's like okay to get in here. Uh, th- that's a great question. Um, I it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tight fit. I mean, the door. I should say that the mage hand can only lift five pounds. You shouldn't be able to lift this door. But I think if everybody pitches in here, uh, you can get the the trap door open and squeeze down into the the cellar here or the basement as it I, were i appreciate uh, that also you overestimate my understanding of how much a pound is in weight <laughs> it, it's, it's less okay. than half a kilo so here's a here's a british question for you i'm uh, sorry if this is weird do do laura and sophie have the same accent <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 even I can tell that <laughs> I can't. Okay. So that's where my family is from Liverpool, but I have a messy accent because I was born in New Zealand. Uh, I, I have a Canadian half of the family, but I live down on the South coast in the like touristy, touristy South coast places. So I've got like, I've got a weird accent. Laura, do the exaggerated version of, of your, your area for us. Oh, ooh, ah, I'm sorry from Dorset. <laughs> so this is the exaggerated sort of, it's, it's like rural farmer is where my accent comes from. And my family's from up North, specifically Airpeel. <laughs> So my so my mum sounds a bit more like this, but my nan sounded way more like this. <laughs> oh boy! So yeah, that's 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 the inspirations that our accents come from. That's that's where we're working from. <laughs> mm. I am such a fool. It's all British to me. Anyway, <laughs> what why why did I bring that up? I've completely lost my train of thought. I, we're, we're losing the tracks here. They're just they're, they're just pounds, gone. Pounds. It was it was five pounds, which is about two and we a half kilos. The, we, we opened the door as a team. We got through the door. We went down the stairs. Yes. All right. It's it's dark in the basement here. Who has dark vision? Oh, uh, don't know what I, I do. Have. I do. I have um, dark vision. Oh, I do. I ha- I have sixty foot dark vision. Uh, but if everyone does, uh, you all see perfectly well down here that the the Akashic stone is uh on the far wall. It is under glass. It has like a, a container here, and there's also a bunch of other like religious equipment. Uh, you know, there's uh, sensors, the things with the incense. There's there's just like uh, chairs and tables and stuff that would be brought out for high feasts. There's probably some kind of uh, equipment for doing animal sacrifices, just like ceremonial blades and cups and so forth. It's like the storage area. You assume the Akashic Stone is brought out uh, to the you know the first floor when it's like presented. Like you don't think the giants come down here to like interact with it. Cat, do you want to sit in my head hole so you can know where we're going? <laughs> how, how would that help uh, well you can't see anything so I I can't see anything either I don't have dark vision I checked my character sheet okay who wants I to get in the head hole produce flame uh, what one of one of the other two of you I'm happy to use Mayshan to sort of gu- nicely guide you down we can be we can be travel buddies so nobody wants to get in my head hole <laughs> thank you mother but I think Philippa is making a light. So Philippa uses her cantrip, Produce Flame, and makes a little light, and now she and Kat can see, because it turns out neither of my characters here can see in the dark. That's fine. That's a cool idea, too. That's fine. Basil is <laughs> quietly a little bit sad at not having the opportunity to help someone. 
I still don't understand how being in your head hole would have helped, but... It just... I could have carried you. You could have taken a nap. I would like a nap. All right, you want to get in the head hole? I would love to. Okay, get get in here. <laughs> Two things about how I'm picturing this scene. One is that most of the Remoray's body is still on the first floor, and you've just got, like... You know, the head and neck kind of like coming down the stairs and having this conversation. <laughs> and the second thing is that uh, you checked your character sheet, saw you didn't have dark vision, and then you produced flame to make your hand a little torch. And then uh, you realized you were an owl, but you were too embarrassed to say anything. And then <laughs> <laughs> just kept going because we reflavored, you know, the air coker to be owl without taking into account that you definitely have dark <laughs> yeah, vision. Yeah, she, she absolutely would, but it's not listed. Yeah, so she she yeah, she yeah does it, and then she's like, yeah, it's uh, to help, it's to help Cat. Cat, and then Cat's snoring, like, because <laughs> she's asleep already. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Akashic Stone is glowing blue across the room. It is uh, under a glass container. What do you do? I want to lick it. Uh... I, I want to do, like, perception or something to be, like, is is there a lich about to, like, fucking jump us for coming near this thing? Um, yeah, so you're thinking about that while the Remoray's head just starts licking the glass. And so, I don't know if you if it was, like, an Ocean Eleven situation. <laughs> it's a little late. You've already touched the glass, but there's no obvious. Can I Arcana with my licks? You- you can arcana with your licks. I mean, the question is like, what are you trying to? What are you trying to determine from the licks? I've been, I've been beaten down. I've just... <laughs> you said we gotta be worried about a lich. Lich have like you know fucking magic shit going on. I don't Aust- know. Austin, this is the weird combination of um us starting late, but also simultaneously the UK people starting early. We're in a weird. The, we're in the time vortex, okay, Austin. You can't, yeah. you can't police the time vortex. I'm just gonna be in the nursing home, and I'm just gonna say to my nurse, just like Arcana with my licks, and they're gonna be like, "Okay, Grandpa." <laughs> but like, I'm already licking the glass, and I wanted to uh, roll Arcana, so I was trying to integrate that. It's just, it's just like you gotta be like, it's like. You're just like, what are you trying to do with the licks? What are you trying to do with the to justify Arcana? Is the question I think. Just roll it. Just roll just it. Just roll it. Dude. I just want to roll it. Twenty-two. Oh my god. Dude. What do I find out about the lich from my licking? <laughs> yeah, but like the licking, it's a big tongue and licking everything. Everything's getting licked. Oh, perfect. So with twenty-two, you taste the glass. Uh, you detect a faint vibration in a very uh delicate magical flavor that with a 22 i'll tell you it is trapped there is a spell called alarm that if the glass is broken or moved uh it will alert uh the kind of uh swiss guard of the frost giant religion who will come to to rip you in half do we know if licking it set it off <laughs> no you do not think so okay is there any sign of a lich anywhere around? Uh, perception? Uh, Ozzy rolls a natural 20. A six! 17. Basil was not a great contributor, but I'm glad everyone else had a good time. <laughs> yeah, 19 and 29. 29 is a crit, means the party succeeds. And with the crit specifically, I think Ozzy 
what is the telltale sign that Voya has been here? Um, because I, well, I'm going to give you the like cold mechanical version of the answer, which is that Voya reconstituted and then just used Dimension Door to pop out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how do you how do you know that from knowing Voya? All right, I, I think the the I think the way that Aze would know that Voya was here is that there is sort of like almost like a trace marking on the ground where the dust has been disrupted from where the spell was cast that would suggest uh, not only was a specific spell cast, but a spell was cast in the star druid manner that he and Voya are. So he could basically could t- he say he, he, he doesn't know what was done, but he but he uh, in that case, but it would be like, I don't see Voya around here, but I know that Voya has been here and has cast some sort of magic from that spot over there. Look, if we were to find a way to let them know that the stone had been lit, you you've been around them a lot. What do you think they'd do? Well, well, I mean, I imagine they would be very upset. Um, it's not. It is a very precious. I. It is the most precious item in their culture. They would need magic to remove the lich from this. To make this not the lich's phylactery, without destroying the akashic stone, it would be like if you found out. I don't know that your family home was haunted, and the only way to get rid of the ghost was either to burn it down or be a very powerful saucer. With that, uh, I think you feel something slime on your remoraise tail, which like something bumps into it, and then you hear a voice say, "Get out of the trap door, Dillweed! I'm trying to get down there." Why are you trying to get down there? Here, there, here. To join you. To do what? Move. To do what? Move your butt. I'm trying. I'm. It's, I'm kind of stuck. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, after a moments, uh, wiggling and jiggling, uh, you get enough of slime out of the way that Nobi can bound down the stairs and st- uh, update you all and say the Katamari's been smashed. They've rounded up some of the sheep. Some of them have gotten away. Uh, the window's closing, folks. Oh, the stone. Let's smash it. I would recommend that you don't. There is a guard on it. This glass will alert a very fierce frost giant guard. What else do we come here to do? We'll kill them too, and then we'll get out. We are trying to leave minimal evidence of interference, because otherwise the, the frost giants will come and smash up our village. Yeah, and if we have a lich that takes over our village, it may as well be smashed, so... But we need the lich to close the veil. Yeah, where's that nerd? <laughs> it looks like she dis- she disappeared from here. She has respawned. But uh, uh, Aze now just thinks, hmm, if Voya isn't here, where could she have gone? Where would she have gone? I mean, I'm guessing back to town, unfortunately. <laughs> we should get back to the village. Listen, I have a, a, a veil of shadows. Everyone... Get close and we will get out of here easily. And then we can find Voya. She can reinforce the veil. And I am still honestly hoping we can talk out 
things with Voya so that she is more cool. I love this very level-headed, thoughtful, rational speech you just gave, Philippa, which hangs in the air as Nobi charges headfirst into the glass and cracks it. Oh, everyone under the veil. The- uh, I don't understand your motivation. Why did you do that? Because there's a lich trying to take over our village, idiot. Everyone under the veil. The guard will be coming. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, they're just going <laughs> to walk into You're- my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. One more time. Are you gonna walk? In, are they gonna walk into my butt? Like, what do I do? <laughs> it's like invisible, just, but they're gonna. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's very bad. Um... Philippa starts ushering people to get up the stairs, and she calls to Nobi. Nobi, leave that! Come on, the guard will be coming. We have to get out of here. I grab Nobi in my mouth. Uh, Nobi bites you. I don't Ooh. care. We're going. All right, strength contest. Uh, Shit, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> let, let me get Nobis. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you should win. You're a big fucking snake thing. Yeah, but my strength is, you know. <laughs> Nobis, uh, quarry stats. I've seen. No. No. Twenty six. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> uh, so you you try to pick up Nobi in your mouth, the Remoray's mouth, and Nobi uh, just wrenches his body so violently to the side he rips your jaw off. Oh, that's fucking. Is Ugh. is there any visible sign of Quarry stuff going on, or is it entirely under control in that sense? What's great about this is Sophia had uh, Nobi go to Venta and get dyed black. So when when Nobi uses the quarry, his floof turns black, but he's just always black now. So you can't tell. It would have been a dead yeah. giveaway. So no, no, like no, like big arm has appeared in Fury or anything. No, no. Like, ah, it, okay. It's yeah, it's it's a very stealth. I move. mean, that is still like it is suspiciously much stronger than a sheep should be. I think that's probably a giveaway of something being up. Ah, what's go- What's going on, Mother? Oh, Nobi, you are here. I was having a nap in the head hole. <laughs> yeah, cat. Tell these needle dicks they need to break this rock. Uh, wait, I- Wait, no, I am Cat, still we can't sleepy. break the rock. Why we don't? Tell, do we... tell the sheep no bad. Tell no, the sheep bad stuff, that bad. No, be why are you- Why do you want to break the rock? Did we find Voya? It eats souls! Am I the only one here who has any brain? Look, Nobi, I am not- Um, I, I am certainly not, uh, doubting the fact that, uh, Having a lich around is a real fucking risk, but... You're acting irrationally. You are certainly jumping to things without the rest of this group, and I am concerned. Neelith and Vary and Ruth's souls are in the stone, and I'm the only one who cares! (laughs) Wait, Nobi, then. We cannot destroy it, because then the souls will be destroyed. What? They'll just go to the afterlife. It's better than being fuel for a lich. I recall the afterlife being blown up. Yeah, do we know the afterlife doesn't exist anymore? <laughs> uh, religion? Eight. <laughs> As it rolls, a 16. 13. <laughs> a 17? 
Yeah, with the 16 and 17. Uh, Basil, you were just created from nothing, uh, and you're a being of, like, pure holy light. So I think maybe you just came pre-programmed with the knowledge uh, that there is an afterlife, but it is no longer, like, the punishment and reward system like it is, you know, in classic religion or, you know, D&D as written. Instead, it's just kind of uh, a nothingness called the gray. So I, I don't know how you want to present that, but there is an afterlife and Neelith's soul will be able to go there instead of being trapped in a battery for a zombie wizard, which I don't know how that makes you feel, but those those are the two choices. If the souls of the people who died in Grendel are in there, are they still intact in there uh with the 17 and 16 on religion i want to say no um because uh boy has responded at least once so they've been used a little bit at least okay yeah so i I think what basil's trying to work out here is is there a benefit to do not destroy this stone and maybe find a way to get the souls out and something could be done like Magic that could maybe help might do it. No, no. If if the souls are no longer complete in the stone, then there's probably not any abuse of that mechanically. In that, yeah, in that case, Philip is going to go. Wait, there might be a point to this. If we attack the stone, it will at least get Voya's attention, and then maybe we can talk to her. Incroyable. Uh, unfortunately, you hear a voice in yell in giant from the first floor. Uh, Oi, what's all this, then? <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a license for this, Remorace? Plural or singular? Well, you're in the basement. You only heard one voice. My question is, do we roll initiative, or do you have uh, something else you want to do? The Veil of Silence is still there, so we can do stealth. But uh, Slime definitely has disadvantage. My vote is definitely towards trying to stealth out under the Veil of Silence. I think that's the wisest thing to do. If it goes south, I have a fucking last ditch thought. Um, that would be uh, 19 for Aze. Ha <laughs> 22 is my lower one. I got a 30 on stealth for Basil. I got a 26. All right, the group passes. Now, you said, uh, Sophie, the group sneaks out. You're, you don't want to sneak. You don't want to stay in the basement and like, crouch in the corners. You actually want to get out of the basement here? I mean, that's what Philip was trying to urge people to do before. Are we trying to bring the stone with us? Well, we can't touch it without dying. All right, so let's get, let's get this... Uh, stealth roll going so i think you all can like creep up the stairs you see the there's uh two frost giants up here uh they are dressed differently than the normal guards who would just have you know like the big male and the big horned helmets these ones have some kind of ceremonial like purple uh robes that have some kind of religious significance and they're carrying uh g- these gleaming double-sided axes they're called labrises um, and they, they're looking around for, I think what they th- assume is sheep. They're like, oh, I think there's a sheep over here. Nope. 
Just a sexy carving. <laughs> Yo, like, like, you gotta check the rocks in this one, you know. <laughs> they're all what? they're they're all carvings of uh, Timothy Chalamet because in giant culture they have no twinks, so twinks are a mythical <laughs> creature that they worship sexually. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what Maud Dweeb translates to <laughs> the sacred twink. Uh, so you come up out of the basement and you can't like you could run for the door and get out of here but you turn around and you see like nobody's not coming with yeah and nobody has gone back to headbutt the glass again this is mm. like yeah this is a serious deal for him so what do you do cat has message because of her level in thing so you point your <laughs> finger toward a creature with range whisper a message target hears a message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear and cat goes nobody you have to get out of the basement, there are two big giants. If we don't destroy the stone, Voya will keep coming back. I am saving the village. I am a hero. Go be a sheep. I don't understand. You are a sheep. Am I? <laughs> yes. Uh, headbutt again. Crack, crack, crack. Uh, this is getting the giant's attention and they're coming over. Nobi, you won't be able to touch the stone. It will overwhelm your mind and kill you. Then help me! You need to stop, Nobi. Cat is gonna try to persuade Nobi. 16, and what Cat says is, with message, um... We can only help you once the giants have gone away. We have to hide first. I love the, uh, the persuasion checks are always this thing. Because, um, you know, like an experienced player will tell you that's not mind control. Uh, but I do like the idea if you were playing like a Batman TTRPG and the Joker was like, yes, Bat, some of my latest crimes free. You'd be like, I roll persuasion to tell the Joker, stop doing crime. Oh, I crit. He hates crime now. Uh, so with a, with a 16, that's high enough that I think Nobi genuinely does consider it, turns around, starts coming back towards the stairs, and like you get to the top uh, together, and then he grabs the door handle with his mouth and closes himself down, like pulls it. Uh, so lock, like basically closes himself down in the basement. Philippa tries to tug on the other side of the trapdoor to get her son out. All right, strength contest. 29. Botch two. <laughs> oh no. With a botch, it slams hard so loud, uh, the giants definitely know someone's here. And uh... Philippa lets out a little, like, yell. She's like, ah! Yeah, roll initiative. With that botch, uh, the giants see you, even with the Veil of Shadow. All right. Ozzy has a 17. 19. All right, so Frost Giants go last. Uh, Kat, you're up first. Uh, it's your turn. There are two of these. Um, they're, they're basically the Swiss Guard of the Vatican. They're like, you know, badass, highly dressed, uh, cool Frost Giants. What do you do? Do they have halberds? Uh, Labrises. Oh. Um, Cat 
is primarily excited to use new things that she learned, even if this isn't a sensible move, and casts, and casts <laughs> Tasha's hideous laughter on one of the gods. All right, read that for the audience. Yep. Uh, a creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughing uh, if this spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. At the end of each turn, it may uh, eat, and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. The target has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. On a success, the spell ends. All right, six, uh, failure, big failure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. So, yep, I've done that. There you go. Now I make one of them laugh. Yeah, so one of them uh, drops their labrys, it sticks into the ground dramatically, and they fall to uh, you know their, their knees laughing. And the other one looks over and is like, what's so funny? Is it, yeah, this guy right here, this carving, that's very funny. You see what he's doing? The, the curve on him, it's hilarious. Uh, Basil, your turn. Could a frost giant fit through a five foot by eight foot hole? If it opened below their feet? How much of the frost giant? No. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm hoping enough that they end up down where Nobi is. Oh my god. Because um... what I want to do is cast Passwall and make a 5 by 8 hole underneath this frost giant in the hope that I can get them to see that there is a bigger threat than us right now. I feel like for a frost giant that would get them stuck in the ground, wouldn't it? I love this. Yeah, you five feet wide is the thing there. I think they yeah. just got the hip, the hips are just not lying, but you can't absolutely get them stuck, which in a battle is a, a really yeah. good idea. Yeah, in that case, yeah, the one that's not laughing, I'm gonna cast pass wall right underneath its feet. Uh, You're gonna bully the one that didn't bully you. Did one of them bully me? <laughs> yeah, the one laughing at you. I didn't know they were laughing at me. You just said they were... Oh, well, never mind. Just kidding. Wait, what? No, they're not <laughs> laughing at you. They're, I think they're laughing at the statue. Yeah. yeah, I thought they were laughing at a statue. I'm very confused why oh, they're laughing sorry. at me. Sorry, you know what? I'm confused. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> they were laughing at the statue, I think. Okay. Um, a passage <laughs> appears at a point of my choice where I, that I can see on a wooden floor, plaster, or stone surface, such as a wall, ceiling, or floor, uh, within 30 feet of me, uh, lasts for an up, to, up to an hour. Um, doesn't create any instability around it. Um, so yeah, there's a hole underneath that frost giant. Yeah, perfectly. This is great. One of them collapses in laughter. The other one falls and gets stuck like Winnie the Pooh in the floor. Uh, they're both uh, vulnerable. They both got uh, anything you do will have advantage against them. Uh, they one of them will snap out of laughter. But um, it, this is really this is funny and good. So we're at Ozzy, I believe. <laughs> I think Aze is just going to use his bonus action to switch into uh, starry form. He'll use the form of the cycle kind of in anticipation of someone uh, uh, getting hurt. And he is going to just sort of uh, ready casting dignify and anyone kind of adjacent um, if they get hit by a frost giant just to... Um, just as a thing, that's what he'll do for now. Is just preparing to to heal someone as a reaction if they get hit by something off his turn. For now, 
uh, while just sort of keeping an eye on everyone and looking very suspiciously at the trap door that was slammed shut and held shut by Nobi and trying to think of like his insistence on all this and on stuff, but that's all I can think of for the time being, Austin. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Then I cast Toll the Dead on one of them, whichever one everyone feels like is the best choice. Maybe the one stuck in the hole. I would read, uh, how about read Toll the Dead to the audience? Um, you point at one creature, you see, you can see within range, and the sound of a do- dolorous bell fills the air around it for a moment. I was hoping to, to like, change the bell to, like, an ominous, like, nightmare screech, but, like, a low one. Like, one you would mm-hmm. hear from a cosmic horror where it's, like, you know, like, really deep. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, fair. Must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take... 1d8 necrotic damage, although you're at a higher level, so your cantrips are more powerful. I'm going to roll my wisdom, which is poor, with disadvantage. That's eight. I fail. You own me. Roll damage. All right. Twelve. I, yeah. All right. So you point at the frost giant who's stuck in the floor. Uh, There is an otherworldly growling, gurgling noise, and... uh, it, its mind slips farther from its body. <laughs> it's it's gonna die. I mean, it's necrotic damage. So you have sorry, you know, cells all over their body just spontaneously die from the sound. So they they're liquefying, right? Very slowly, yeah. You did twelve damage. This is a frost giant, but yeah, uh, Philippa. So they know that their their death is coming, though. <laughs> okay. So I can re-evoke my flame blade as a bonus action, but I can't use it because the action I'm going to use on this turn is to summon, using conjure animals at the fifth level, three giant constrictor snakes. <gasps> Buddies! To friends. constrict the boy who is in the floor. Uh, it is now Frost Giant's turn. Uh, the hot Tasha's hideous laughter victim is just going to try to save... 18. Oh, shit. That saves. All right. He stops laughing and he says, Upon further reflection, the naked body is not that funny. It's kind of a beautiful miracle if you think about it. (laughs) So I'm going to kill all of you. Uh, (laughs) And the other frost giant is going to, like, you know, stuck halfway through the floor, raise the labrys up and uh, seemingly cast through it a sleet storm which is a icy, uh, I mean, it is what it sounds like, uh, uh, freezing rain and sleet fall in a 20-foot cylinder with a 40-foot radius centered on a point you choose. Uh, when a creature enters the spell for the first time on a turn or starts its turn, they must make a deck saving throw. If they fail, they fall prone. Basically, uh, you all are going to be slip sliding and falling down so that they can chop your heads off when you are on the ground. Love that. Uh, so, yeah, snake's turn. They snakes. don't... Uh, they don't have any uh, problem with the dexterity. They can just crawl over the ground, I guess. Fantastic. Uh, they, all three of them use constrict on the boy. Um, melee weapon attack to hit reach five. Uh, 16 is the roll on the, on the move. That hits. Cool. And then the bludgeoning damage was 12, but times three. So 36. My word. So the constrictors all, I guess because he's stuck in the ground at the waist, they can like crawl up to his neck and just start choking him out. Nice. 
the giant constrictors. Uh, so we're back to Cat. Cat, you started your turn in the sleet, so deck save not to fall. Seven. You fall. <laughs> Do I need to take a turn to get up again? Uh, no, it costs half your movement. Basically, if you if you stand up, you won't be able to get into melee range. Yeah, well, from the floor, Cat would like to cast Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh my god! On Here we go again. That guy again. Same guy. Oh fuck me! Eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on third thought, it is real funny when there's the donger out. <laughs> <laughs> it is real funny when they have the donger out. Oh, <laughs> I thought about it again. It's right funny. <laughs> For the record, Austin, you're doing neither of our accents. I, you know what? You could tell me I was perfect, and I would believe you just as much as I do now. <laughs> Basil is going to use Modify Memory, first on the Frost Giant who is laughing because their incapacitation is more likely to be changed first of the two. Um, so I'm going to need them to make a Wisdom save. Alright, do you want to read that to the audience? Yeah. Modify um, Memory? You attempt to reshape another creature's memories. One creature that you can see must make a wisdom saving throw. If you're fighting the creature, it has uh, it has advantage on the saving throw, but we have advantage against it, and I'm assuming that's going to cancel out. Mm -hmm. uh, on a failed save, the target becomes charmed for you for the duration, which is up to a minute. Um, the charmed target is incapacitated and unaware of its surroundings. Um, if it takes any damage or is targeted by another spell, this will end. Um... Uh, you can take any event it's experienced within the last 24 hours that lasted no more than 10 minutes, and you can either permanently eliminate memory of the event, um, change it to the details of how it remembers, remembers <laughs> it, create a memory of something different, you can change what it remembers occurring. I just um, came in here with Kevin, and then he fell in the floor, and then there were snakes everywhere, and it was really funny. <laughs> Interesting wrinkle here. It says you must uh, speak to the target to describe how its memories are affected, and it must be able to understand your language. Uh, you don't speak giant, do you? Oh, no. Um, and I could cast tongues, but that I don't have enough spell slots to do tongues and double modify memory. Um, even though in the book Frost Giants only speak Frost Giant, I'm going to say that these ones speak common uh, because uh, they're because they are special religious ones, and they probably have read texts in a couple of different languages. So this wouldn't work on all the just like the grunt guards, but these specific yeah. uh, religious guards. They, they've run enough, they've run enough manga to know a few words. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it says nani or ikadagimas, they're like, yeah, I know that that one, but they can't. They're not conversational. So. Yeah, so Basil is going to start um, altering the memory of the laughing frost giant. This is going to take take some time, and we need nothing else to attack or use magic on that frost giant while I'm doing it. Alright, I'm gonna roll now. What do I have to... Uh, 15. Alright, here we go. Oh, 19. Really? Well, uh, it is yeah, what it, it is. is what it is. Um, he was me being like, oh, Frost Giants, they're not going to be particularly wise. I'll be fine. Um, I mean, only plus three. It's only a plus three. 
Well, there we go. That was a diversion we took. Anyway, someone else's turn. Yeah, I mean, you still have one spell slot. You could try it again, and the party could k- kill the other one. Yeah, that the problem is, is I was hoping that we could avoid killing either of them, and that's now not gonna, not gonna be on the table, or at least this method isn't gonna make that work. Yeah, boy, oh boy, this is just a wild bit of a mess here. Hmm. I just don't have a lot of useful spells to help in this other than just doing just straight up damage. Um, I guess, well, first and foremost, do I need to save to avoid falling on the ground, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that for Basil, but yes. Yeah. I'd say he does not fall on the ground. He rolls a 19. Wow. Shoot. <laughs> so, um, what he will do is try to not uh try to knock out or at least disrupt the spell being cast by the frost giant that's in the floor by use of starry whip so the attack rolls a 27 on that definitely hits um and aze will do 10 piercing damage and not pull the giant out from the floor um and just try to inv- try to force a Try to have it. Try to maintain. Try to force it. Try to disrupt its concentration on its spell. Yep. Uh, constitution saving throw. Right. Uh, botched. Wow. But nine. What would it have to be? A five. It would have to be. It's either a ten or half the damage, whichever is higher. Oh, so ten. Yeah. So the 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 sleet storm ceases as you whip him across the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's Aze's turn. All right, 10 damage on top of that massive Aboa Constrictor attack. A lot of damage, actually. Back to Slime. And we don't know how much HP they have, obviously. All right, I'm going to poison spray the one stuck in the ground. Uh, You extend your hand towards the creature you can see. The creature must make a constitution saving throw or take 1d12. Oh, I open my maw, which is already partially broken because there's a hole in my head and my jaw got ripped off. And out of my snake trachea comes the noxious snake, gas yeah. yeah my snakey yeah it had to be said <laughs> uh 12 that fails mm-hmm. 15 a crit and a fail in those rolls uh yeah lethal or non-lethal although it's poison spray by the rules i shouldn't give you this choice but that's what we do here at dice funk is violence is mandatory but killing is not what do you do do you think killing someone or forcing someone to think something? Which one's worse? Anyway, I'm, I want them to die, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I feel bad so you, about it, but, you know. Yeah, so you just, uh, from your... They just disintegrate, and then there's a hole in the ground, because it's all, I used, like, necrotic and poison, so they should melt away, right? And then there's a hole in the ground? You can melt like his face off with your snakia juice, but I don't not the whole entire twenty five hundred pound man. He's been blighted and poisoned. You can't say that he's gonna melt enough to fall through the hole. I I think you need to take another turn if you want to liquidate the entire body. Do you ever see Breaking Bad? It's quite a thing to melt a whole body. Well, yeah, if you don't put it in the PVC tub, duh. Idiots. 
Philippa, it's your turn. You see Slime melt the, the head of one of the guards. There's one remaining. No damage. He's laughing. If we don't kill this man, he's going to be mentally ill forever. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have to do it now. Oh, like, what have we done to him? It's too late. Philippa <laughs> is going to um, try to cut through the trap door with her flame blade. Jim. Uh, so yeah, I think if you if you ram the sword into the, like the the handle or whatever, you can melt enough of it, and that the locket, you know, the mechanism holding it closed is useless, and you pop the door open. And with the the light from the flaming sword, you can see down in the basement uh, the the aftermath of what has gone on down there. You also see the 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 legs from the frost giant hanging down into the basement from the dead man, which is pretty grim. Just these these two big legs from someone whose face is melted. Uh Uh, That's dark. And then you look across the room and you see the glass has been fully shattered and the Akashic stone has been split in half. Oh Christ. And Nobi comes bounding up to you and says, okay, I did it. Let's go. Nobi, what have you done? I solved a problem. Let's get out of here. You took Neela's soul away. No, no, we, this is really bad. We won't be able to reinforce the veil against the Dreaming Dark. Well, I'm, I mean, hopefully we can still do it if uh, Gigi, uh, Gigi forms with the, uh, the, the, what's, the what's it thing. Uh, so at this point, nobody just pushes past you, walks up the stairs and start going towards the front of the church. I'm going to roll against the Natasha's hideous laughter now. Uh, fail. Uh, so the the frost giant looks over, sees his buddy's face has been completely melted off, and uh, goes from being on his knees to just f- a fully face down on the ground, uh, sob laughing, uh, unable to really do anything. This uh, is dark as fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dark. It's a lot, yeah. I mean, you get broke into these people's village to try to destroy their sacred artifact when their one rule is leave us alone. It was uh, kind of always going in this direction. Um, what do you do? We're not really in combat anymore for the moment. Nobi, why did you do that? Neolith was in the rock. I explained this to you like six times. I'm bu- I'm out of here. Bye. Don't. You stay here. Stop me, hooker. Okay, I cast Dominate Person. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> read Dominate Person to the audience. You attempt to begot a humanoid. Just fucking nobody well, counts. Not- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Make him stand on his two pine feet. If, okay. if nobody doesn't count, I will use Hold Monster. Also, humanoid is definitely a D and D term for for defining which ones are going to be characters. Like, uh huh, yeah. It must succeed a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the duration. If your creature has, if you are creatures that are friendly to you are fighting it, it has advantage on the saving throw. We're not fighting, Nobi. Everyone's so defensive. <laughs> <laughs> While the target is charmed, you have a telepathic link with it as long as the two of you are on the same plane of existence. All right, nobody's going to try to save against Dominate Person. Here it comes. 26. Nobi, you're a sheep. How are you able to do that? I'm still a person. Also, mother, 
She just tried to take over my body. Please arrest her. I'm... I try to take over his thoughts. Thank you. Slime, you shouldn't try to take over his thoughts. We did actually have a whole discussion about this. To do with consent, remember? Yeah, if you take away everyone else's consent, I'm going to take away yours. Slime, him doing something that is different from what you wanted is not him overriding everyone's consent in the same way as dominating his thoughts with a spell. Agree to disagree. Slime, this is a serious issue to do with the way you exist in the village. The way I exist in the village? I don't think I'd rope the Akashic Stone. I agree, and that is also an issue, but what about all of the trouble we have been having with Mold? To do with concerns that he will take over everyone's brains, and now you are just trying to take over someone's brain. To be fair, I did also try to take over Mold's brain. So, I'm not treating anyone else's kid differently. <laughs> you heard her! She's crossed the line! Strike her down! No, B, that, that's not helpful. I, and we'll deal with you later, young man. But Slime, you shouldn't be trying to take over people's thoughts. Uh, would you rather of Nobi not listening to you walked right out and let all the frost giants know that we are here? No, I... And why does it have to be... Nobi, you are right. We should get out of here. We should stick together so that we can pass without trace together. But you and also you, these, these are serious issues. Right now, all of us need to get out of here. What is done is done. We can deal with that when we are out of here. There are serious problems with that sheet breaking a fucking jaw off and with you trying to... I 100% understand why you did it, but we can deal with that when we get out of here and we will deal with all of the really bad things that all of you have done today. We will deal with them when we get out of here. Can we, can we please leave? We also have to kill... The other frost giant. I think Basil is going to walk back and um, make one more attempt to use uh, Modify Memory. Alright, here we go again. Crit 23. Okay. Just once... Yeah. Once again, with a, only a plus three modifier, I'm not even being the asshole here. The dice, <laughs> the dice are just not no, interesting. No, the the dice are just fucking sandbagging me today. God damn it! So no one's going to question the validity of changing someone's memories versus t dominating their mind. No, no, that's different. Well, I was gonna say first of all, I don't know if the other people in the party know that that is happening. I was going on. Yeah, I didn't. Basil didn't announce it to the group. I'm trying to change that guy's memories. Yeah, Basil has not announced the spell, and it is has not been used on any of the party. I don't think any of the party... My human rights violation was seen. Basil's was not. I see. And and yeah, and the giant who is being casted on is laughing on the ground, and is unable to really communicate anything effectively. So it's... There's... Additionally, that is also a loss of control of um, their body. Just, just saying... Just yep. putting it out there. Yeah. Just putting it out there. But they there. are also enemy combatants who are going to attack us before. So like there, there's a lot of Yeah. Let's let's move on from this situation and have this discussion okay, right. in a different location. <laughs> okay. 
so speaking of different location, you're all like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Basil, you turn back. You're like horn glows and nothing happens. And you just like, you know, turn back to the party. Like I tried, but don't specify how. Uh, and then Nobi walks over to the laughing frost giant and just buries his teeth into his throat and just starts trying to rip it out. Uh, does what? Uh, even with his enhanced strength, it's going to take a minute. It's not instantaneous. Philippa commands her giant snakes to snack the giant. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, I was inter- I was like, well, someone's like, no, be stop, what? And, but you're just like, well, let's just try to hurry this up. <laughs> Philippa said, we got to kill this guy, and then nobody uh-huh. does it. Like, <laughs> um... The, as soon as it's done, I think that that Basil is going to say, "Okay, fine, we've done the murder. Can we please get out of here?" Yes, I will again pass without trace. Why is Nobi so strong? Yeah, Nobi, you're very strong. Why is Nobi able to fend off my immoral attempt at d- dominating his brain? It's called the adrenaline that you get when you try to help people instead of run away like a little pussy. Look, as well as you uh, cracking the stone when that was not the plan and not what you should have done, you have a general bad attitude today. You are being very rude. Yeah, well, one false step gets everybody in the village stepped on, so excuse me for being efficient. I'm an operator. Calling one of your team a hooker is not actually efficient. Yeah, Nobi, you can't ride on my head anymore and pretend that I am a noble steed that you tamed. Uh, Aze will quip as he's been honestly just sort of like a little struck at the Akashic Stone being split and what the implications of that are. We'll just be like, hmm. (sighs) So I guess in some situations, retreating and coming up with a better plan isn't the right course of action, Nobi, but... So you say that as you open the doors to the the church and step out into the rest of the village, uh, which you are struck by an eerie silence that has fallen over it. There was people running around. There was the Katamari. There was, you know, shouting and things being knocked over. And now there's just nothing. Can I roll insight? to just suspect something weird is going on with Nobi after Uh trying to cast a spell on him and witnessing enhanced strength. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. And that's not even my highest thing. I just want the chance (laughs) to acknowledge that this is weird. Uh Uh-huh. It's not, I only have a plus two on there, so I could (laughs) fuck it up. Uh Uh-huh. 17. Just to suspect, just to be like, that's not adding up. Yeah, no, it's it's very weird. Nobody's badass. Yeah. So can a slime officially think something's weird has happening? I <laughs> can you officially think? Yes, you can. Uh, I, maybe you even stop in your tracks uh, because of the the eerie silence. You look over to Nobi. You think this, and then uh, there's just you're like there's a lot going on here. I don't know what you prioritize, but there's several different vectors of wrongness hitting you at once. Can I roll religion to see if something's happened that I might understand to do with the Akashic Stone, to do with the Frost Giant Village and the Akashic Stone being destroyed? Uh, I think it's Arcana is actually what we want here. Okay. 18. 
Perfect. Uh, yep. Uh, what you notice with an 18 is that it's not just silent out here. You look across the expanse of the, the village square, uh, just where like people ran uh, across, uh, chasing after the Katamari. And not only is it silent, but the snowflakes, which are falling in the, the midday snow, uh, the flakes are frozen in the air, just motionless. Hmm. I wonder if I should amplify that to push it over 20 is the question. <laughs> I mean, 18's high. I'll say that it, it appears. 20. <laughs> <laughs> just, just adding on there. I mean, the spell is called Time Stop, and it is the probably the most, maybe besides Wish, besides Wish, the most powerful magic spell in existence. And you don't even know, like we've hyped Voya up all season. You don't even know if Voya will be able to cast it without some assistance, but it, it's, it's bending reality in a real, real terrifying way. Mother time. Nothing is moving. That's all right. I've gone through oceans of time. Time and no time have no meaning. We're all going to die one day. So appreciate today. Love you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm guessing this is a little different to... Um, I'm used to things feeling like they take a long time compared to everyone else. I'm guessing this isn't that. You're not just very bored. This is actually slow time. Cat wants to walk further out into the village, like see if there's a perimeter to this or anything. Yeah, uh, why don't you roll me perception uh, to to see what you see out here? Yeah, Aze is following along with with Cat trying to get towards the entrance. Fourteen on the perception for Aze. Uh, right. Basil's got a seven on perception. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, 17 is the only pass. So the, the party fails to see everything. What you see is that uh, all across the village within your line of sight, there are frost giants frozen in place. There are some are running after loose sheep. Some are have like arm, armfuls of sheep they were bringing to like a pen that they caught. Uh, some of them are like cleaning up the mess from what the, the sheep knocked over. They're all just frozen. The sheep as well. Everyone's just frozen in time and the snowflakes are frozen in the air. Uh, what I'll give you is that if you look uh, to like the edge of the village, like through the smashed door that Katamari hit, like through, uh, you can see snowflakes falling outside the village in normal time. So it seems to be limited to the village. Mm -hmm. We're in a snow globe. Lamau. True. I don't know what Lamau means. Left my ass <laughs> off. Left my ass off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like saying roll, you know? Cat would like to run out of the village, get out. Get out of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cat, you go running off, uh, just, uh, you know, head charging, and you hear a voice above you say, what did my rock ever do to you? A lot. Goodbye. <laughs> Cat's going to look up to see where the voice came from. Yeah. You look up and sitting on top of the gate, the entrance gate, uh, kicking her little feet over the edge is Voya the Lich. Uh, she is holding some kind of item in her hand. Uh, it is like a long white wand, it looks like, and it is glowing fiercely with magic. In fact, it is glowing uh, so much it hurts to look at, oh, no. but it seems to be this the source of the time stop because she is vaguely pointing it in the direction of the village as she kicks her little feet over the edge, seemingly waiting for you to have emerged from the church. 
we did not want to break the rock. We said not to, but no, we broke the rock. We just wanted to talk to you, but you are not vanished by the rock, but you have a wand, but you are not dead. I have a lot of questions. What is your wand? She kind of brandishes the wand, like does a little baton move, like conducting an orchestra, and she says, I just had to stop by the armory after I came back out of my phylactery. I needed a little upgrade to fortify the veil in the village. You like it? It's a it's a tooth from the Jormungandr, a great serpent that circled the world. It's a very powerful magical item. It's, you can see its work. It speaks for itself. And she gestures to the frozen time that all the other giants are stuck in. I am sorry about your rock. I recognize that I should be upset with you, but to be honest, I don't feel much of anything. This is my final life. I'll try to enjoy it as much as I can. Can you help us? I believe we've had this conversation before. It's written in the stars. That you will help us? Of course. That's what all this has been for. You took it upon yourself to deny an eternal reign of Governor Voya. But I, I'll have some years in me before the weather takes everything useful off my bones. Uh, sorry for killing you the other day my son's kind of going through a lot but you know i gotta (laughs) stick by him i will say i do not trust your motives but the fact that you no longer are literally eternal makes me mildly less concerned because that was a big part of the problem eternal eternal reign of uh dictation particularly bad. I agree. Only death reigns eternal. (laughs) Bringing it back around. I love that. As we near the end, you got to bookend all of your extremely (laughs) ominous statements. Uh, Voya says, Unicorn, you're an interesting one. I haven't accounted for you in my star charts. You're fresh. Well, that's nicer than the last thing you called me. I'm going to need all of the star signs and charts and figures for all of the villagers who have arrived since I left. I can't finalize my readings if I don't know all the variables. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do each and every one of my cells need, need a chart? I mean, this is the whole motif we've been going through all season is like selfhood, personhood. What is any of this, you know? So uh, you don't have to have the perfect answer right now, but... How about the easiest answer of sure? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I was going to say, I think uh, think Slime has a sign as one person, and each of the cells could have their own sign as well. Mm -hmm. That was going to be my suspicion, honestly, as the nerd who invented this astrology system, so... All of my slimes are sharing memes about each of their own astrology <laughs> signs. Slime, right slime now. is the unpredictable variable we will come back, call back to later and go, aha, you didn't account for slime. <laughs> here, here, here's my suspicion. When Aze presented slime with uh, 
her uh, tarot card, all the little slimes in all the little cells started manufacturing their own tarot cards to trade with each other. So th- yes. there's a there's a whole economy of tarot card trading that's going on inside of the slime colony. I love this. Yes. With all this talk of star signs, though, I think Nobi's ears perk up because I know none of you know this in character, but obviously we've all sat through the scenes where Inri had. Nobi go around the village and gather up the star information mm-hmm. for Voya's eventual return. This was literally always necessary. And so, like, th- there was a question of, like, why why did Henry want Nobi to get all that star stuff? It's literally for this. Yeah. Aze will just say up to Voya, if you need any, well, information, I should have most of the villagers accounted for. I have I have been drafting information about them uh set during the winter and since the ret- since our, our re- since we've returned to Grendel Voya just uh very nonchalantly pushes off the edge of the the gate she's sitting on and just slowly floats down to the ground her feet just like gently touch down uh, and she says, I take it you didn't leave any survivors. Uh, look, looking around, it seems like you can write this one off as a, a sheep attack. There are no survivors that have seen us, no. Are you saying that we co-opted um, a group of individuals and in their uprising and then left them to deal with the consequences of said uprising on their own? Yeah. That was always the plan. <laughs> I mean, Sophie literally did the Afghanistan thing yeah. last episode. Yeah. No. Anyway, this episode yeah. is dedicated oh to the God. brave sheep fighters Mujahideen. of Grendel Mountain. Oh, fuck. That's good. Um, but yeah, Voya floats down and joins the party and just beckons you to follow as she floats out of... Uh, the frost giant village leave, leaving carnage in your wake which i guess you have to live with are we going to reinforce the veil well we need to return to grendel first i believe to reinforce it there specifically you got somewhere else to be no i am just anxious to not have the dreaming dark kill everyone i know and love Oh, I th- I think at this, Nobi seems pretty uh, upset. Maybe he doesn't show it to everybody. Like, maybe falls back to the back of the pack. Because Nobi, maybe in his mind, was like, I'll destroy the stone, and then Voya will be powerless or dead or something. And, like, here is Voya still on her last life. Like, she doesn't have any one-ups left, but Nobi is going to have to kill her now. A, a 1v1 Final Destination Fox No Items uh, in order to actually win. Um... I think as this walk back is happening, I think Basil is going to use telepathy, a thing that Basil can just do, uh, to one by one, to Cat, Philippa, Slime, and Arze. I have huge problems with how today went, but I have bigger concerns about Voyeur. Yes, I am also concerned. I think that Voya can definitely be helpful. 
but I will definitely be looking for ways to make sure Voyager does not have that unlimited power over us that she seems to be ready to exert. Aze, if we have to, will you help us to stop her? I, it, it depends on whether it comes to that. And I still don't see a reason why it would. I still, I still maintain this is someone who was very ready to let everyone in Grendel die. If she didn't get her way. Who has access to unfathomable power. I don't agree, but that was, that's where her heart is. She isn't on the Egregor. She isn't on the Egregor, no. And she said she would let all of us die. I think it is pretty obvious where her heart is, and I'm sorry to say that. I am open to seeing evidence to the contrary, but right now... I'm, I'm personally more curious and concerned about how Nobi was able to destroy the Akashic Stone on his own without any negative repercussion from touching it. Why do you think I didn't tag him into this call? That's, that is the more pressing concern that I have. I think both are very pre- I think both are imminently problems. Philippa says to Nobi, out loud, um, Nobi, how were you able to destroy the Akashic Stone without it overwhelming you? Because touching it has destroyed the minds of everybody else. Except for Mold. Oh, there was a big ceremonial axe. And I knocked it over and it went through the glass and cut the rock. Oh. Okay. In the HBO adaptation, there's just a flash to the quarry picking up the big ceremonial axe and its giant claws and <laughs> doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there was a big ceremonial axe in there. Yeah, the the labruses, they're like these uh, double-sided axes that the, the frost giants use. Mm -hmm. How did you pick up the axe? Oh, it fell down. Yeah, just, Never mind. Mm -hmm. Philippa buys it. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, with my pre-established, uh, like, within rules established suspicion, can I be suspicious? <laughs> yeah, you can be suspicious. Can I... Be suspicious enough to cast detect thoughts. I th I think you should. Do I it. think I should be suspicious yeah. enough because I've already established that there's several pieces of evidence that made me suspicious, and then I rolled being suspicious. So I think I have a good enough reason to cast that. Uh, detect thoughts. Here we are again. Yep. Hello, darkness, my old friend. This is uh, the thing that was taken at the last level up that I will verify was taken. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I, I didn't even realize that was the thing that was taken because you didn't direct my attention to what it was. <laughs> Laura was actually the one who ca who suggested it because <laughs> I don't actually. I'm think. a chaos being. I know, Laura has planned chaos. I'm like, I don't know. What do I, what do I say right now? Buttholes? I don't know. Like I, I floated that it was an available option. And Mari seemed very interested in it narratively. <laughs> uh, so you cast detect thoughts on Nobi? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, can you make a charisma saving throw? A charisma saving throw, you monster. Uh, hold on. Uh-huh. How? Why? Why do I have to do a charisma saving throw? I'll ex- I will explain to you momentarily. 18. Fuck you. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and I have page- a negative one. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is page 307 of the Eberron book. I can't fucking it- believe I knew you were walking away to ruin this for me. <laughs> I was just saying from the Eberron book where the where the quarry are yeah, featured. Whatever. Uh, whatever. The- <laughs> No, you passed. You, you're acting like you failed. Uh, you yeah, passed. but you were yeah. planning to make me fail. I know this. No. I don't know how that even means anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> planning like, on you failing. You, you could have read up what Corey were preemptively. <laughs> no, because I have to role play that I don't know what it is, so I just didn't look it up. No, that's no, that's perfectly good. What basically what was going to happen there was in response to you casting the spell, which uh, they, he can see because you don't have the sorcerer feature where you can make your spells uh, undetectable. Uh, he was just going to jump into your body, the quarry, uh, which they can do. Mm-hmm. They have an ability called possession. You have to make a charisma saving throw to avoid it, which you did. So the quarry doesn't jump into your body, which would have been such a good stinger on this episode. Yeah, but uh, that would have made Nobi you. so upset. So it like still would have been fun drama. Uh-huh. Uh, but detect thoughts. You get the surface thoughts of nobody's uh questioning so oh man oh oh boy yeah because the questioning was about uh how'd you break the rock and so i think you get uh you know a vision of the the big ceremonial labrys lifting up and uh you don't see you don't get a good look at the quarry claws i guess it's it's like you know he's lying because you don't see him tipping it over you see like you see from Nobi's perspective, um, like a memory of him seeing the Labrys, the Labrys floating up in front and uh, being swung. You ever played the video game uh, The Darkness? And have, I'm like, not going to think it's weird that it was floating in the air. No, you absolutely you should. should. No, it's, yeah. he's, li- yeah. he's lying. He's yeah. lying. You you... Okay, and I would like to attempt to probe deeper now. Okay, so now we have to do a check here. Another one? Oh, wait, and now I'm scared, actually. <laughs> yeah, this is the actual, this is the detect thoughts, can you dig deeper check. Okay. I can't get possessed yet, though, right? There's no more further possession threats. So possession has a recharge. I have to roll to see if I can use it again. Uh, okay. But let me let me do this intelligence check here. Ooh, wow. Quarry are not particularly smart. They're just uh, kind of a collection of dreams. That's a botch. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. 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 Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, wow. Okay, so the party's walking back to Grendel. I think you can, like, see it in the distance, although it's slightly obscured by falling snow. And then you start casting this spell. Uh, maybe everyone keeps walking, but Nobi and Slime stop. Because you're casting spells and nobody's noticing you casting spells. And you have this almost like psychic duel where you detect thoughts. He tries to possess you. You detect thoughts harder. And you win each of these exchanges. Um, and then it's just Slime and Nobi looking at each other in the snowfall. Uh, the rest of the party, uh, you you're, you kind of get, you know, not, th- not far enough away that you lose them or anything. But you're just walking. You haven't noticed they've stopped yet. And you see Grendel in the distance. And something is wrong with it. Can you roll perception for me? Sure can. Uh, yeah. They're 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 all they're all they're having a scanner's battle in the background there. <laughs> uh, uh, 14? Uh 28 from Aze. 
23 and 28 are going to pass. Aze, with your 28, you see it first. Uh, 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 where you're standing, it is snowing. Snow is falling. Uh, up ahead, in Grendel, the sun is shining. It, it, uh, there's, the sun is out. It's beach weather. It's hot looking. Beach episode. The grass is green. <laughs> uh, something very, very strange has happened to the village in your absence. We couldn't have been gone for that long, could we? Boy, did you make it? Hmm, summer in the village. Boya says, I didn't. Do you have any other powerful wizards back there? Who could change the sun in the sky? The, hmm, would Mold be able to do anything like that? I think that Anne might have helped Mold do something very stupid. I think Mold might have tried to give everyone everything they want. of red tied round their throats to keep their little heads from falling in the snow and I turn round and there you go and Michael you would fall and turn the white snow red and strawberries in the summertime